Hi, this is Andy Stone, host of the Energy Policy Now podcast from the Climate Center for Energy Policy. Each fall, the Climate Center hosts a student blog competition where Penn students from any field of study can showcase their creativity, innovation, and passion for energy policy and sustainability. This year, we welcomed audio submissions and we're featuring our first place audio blog here. This year's winner is Ben Chen, a junior majoring in economics and minoring in computer science and environmental management. Ben's winning audio blog is titled Energy Insights, Corporate Disclosure Law on Energy Policy. And now, Ben. Thanks, Andy. Yeah, so my name is Ben. I'll just jump into this. Within our lifetime, the energy landscape has transformed dramatically. We've witnessed the rapid growth of renewable energy technologies, international efforts to combat climate change, and a shift in our collective understanding of energy's role in our future. But as we'll explore today, change can often feel frustratingly slow. Let's start by looking back. Not too long ago, climate change was a topic of debate, with many doubting the impact of human activities on our environment. Energy production relied heavily on fossil fuels, causing significant emissions of greenhouse gases. Environmental activists and scientists sounded the alarm, urging the world to transition to cleaner energy sources. Their warnings and tireless efforts laid the foundation for what was to come. Some may still deny the overwhelming judgment of science, but none can avoid the devastating impact of raging fires and crippling drought and more powerful storms. Fast forward to today, and we've experienced a significant shift. International agreements like the Paris Agreement have united nations in the fight against climate change, setting ambitious targets for reducing carbon emissions. You know that climate change is happening faster than even the most pessimistic of scientists warned us decades ago. It has become a runaway freight train, bringing with it an impending disaster for all living things. But one of the most concrete and groundbreaking developments in this journey is the rise of corporate climate disclosure laws. These laws mandate that businesses disclose their carbon emissions, energy consumption, and sustainability practices. Corporate climate disclosure laws represent a huge shift in the burden to include both the public and private sector. They require transparency, accountability, and responsibility from private businesses who could freely pollute without regard for the public good that is our environment. Companies now have to assess and report their environmental impact. This has ignited a new era of corporate responsibility. As we examine the impacts of these laws, it's essential to recognize their potential. This shift in corporate accountability empowers consumers and investors to make more informed choices. It incentivizes companies to embrace cleaner energy sources, reduce their carbon footprint, and invest in sustainability. Now, during his remarks, the governor also announced his intentions to sign two climate-related bills that just reached his desk. One specific example of these laws can be seen when California Governor Gavin Newsom signed two new rules into law on October 7, 2023. Under the new Climate Corporate Data Accountability Act, U.S. companies with annual revenues of $1 billion U.S. dollars or more will have to report both their direct and indirect greenhouse gas emissions starting in 2026 and 2027. The second law, the Climate-Related Financial Risks Act, requires companies generating $500 million or more to report their financial risks related to climate change and their plans for risk mitigation. 
We also have other examples of mandatory climate disclosure laws in the EU, with their adoption of the Corporate Sustainability Reporting Directive in 2022, or CSRD, that requires companies to disclose information related to everything from the company's approach to issues, including biodiversity, pollution, and the company's impact on communities and workers. It also focuses on climate change specifically, and makes clear companies should report their plans to reduce their climate footprint. How intensifying extreme weather events and the global transition away from a low-carbon economy will impact their bottom line, as well as their greenhouse gas emissions. This includes emissions associated with their supply chains and customers, known as Scope 3 emissions. The European Commission adopted the European Sustainability Reporting Standards, or ESRS, Monday, which elaborates on the European Union's Corporate Sustainability Reporting Directive that large companies must apply in their annual reports starting in 2024, and smaller companies from 2026 onwards. While not the first to implement mandatory climate disclosure laws, because California is the fifth largest economy in the world, we envision these new laws to have substantial influence worldwide. This shift to stricter regulatory standards is known to be the California effect. As Professor Orts states that, there are few companies that are going to be able to say, we're not going to do business in California. You're going to have more big states that will join with California and this will become, one way or another, a federal standard. Now, you may be asking, how does corporate climate disclosure incentivize emissions reductions? Well, they offer different incentives for different parties. First of all, let's look at the parties driving the private sector, the investors. As investors are realizing the scope of climate change, increased climate disclosure from private companies not only improves their ability to assess the climate risk of investing in a company, but also ensures more accurate and transparent information regarding how companies are dealing with such an imminent issue. This feeds into the idea of climate being financially material, or the idea that climate will directly affect these companies' bottom line. Because climate change does have the potential to become a huge risk to investors' investments in the company. This is more evident on a macro scale. As climate change exacerbates natural disasters, companies will have to deal with the loss of labor, capital, technology, and more. With private companies, we also see a positive feedback loop. As more companies improve their climate disclosure and climate pledges, other companies will feel the pressure to catch up to their peers as they're compared to each other. As we benchmark these companies against each other and stricter criteria, this pushes companies to improve their own climate action, especially as investors are looking for more and more climate-friendly companies to invest in. Next, we also look at climate firms and activists, who are more conventionally the drivers for climate action. Climate disclosure laws allow these parties to hold more companies accountable. For example, how much damage the climate or oil and gas companies causing? which sectors are doing better in terms of climate action, and which are not. With greater transparency, these parties can hold these companies liable for the damage they're doing through activism, legal action, and public pressure. In a recent conversation with Professor Orts, who I'm doing research for currently, he told me how he could imagine a future where companies will be in a book, showcasing their impact and harm on the environment under climate disclosure laws. Now might be the time to ask about what can we change about the status quo, the current framework. Right now, companies are facing a dilemma. If they commit to climate action, they appease investors aiming to be more sustainable and invest for the long term, but give up the opportunity to reap large profits for continuing their path. On the other hand, if they double down on neglecting climate action, while they do earn larger short-term profits by taking advantage of other companies' pledges to climate action, by exploiting cheaper energy, for example, they face the risk of being targeted by public interest groups, being sued, 
and general public pressure from investors, activists, or even governments to commit to climate action. Climate disclosure laws effectively place this trade-off that companies are facing at the forefront of their minds, because under the current framework, companies can more easily avoid this trade-off by simply not sharing their climate goals, or the absence of these goals. So where does this evolution lead us in terms of energy policy? The effects are profound. As governments pass more legislation enforcing corporate climate disclosure, more companies are expected to adopt sustainable practices, driving innovation and demand for renewable energy technologies. But our work is far from over. The transition to cleaner energy is still in its early stages, and there are challenges to overcome. It's essential to stay engaged, advocate for stronger policies, and support companies that prioritize sustainability. Thank you.